FM and SAFM. Youth in Conversation. That's right, Youth in Conversation, SAFM, 5FM at the same time. My name is Smash Africa. And I'm Nom Sam Luli from SAFM. To create opportunities for us to be hireable, society needs to play a, a role. Uh, uh, the, the, the private sector needs to play a, a role. You understand what I'm saying? But those are just my sentiments. And I'm just touching on, on one of the three that I mentioned. So, Nomsa, on the line we are joined by? Simi Siwisa, and uh, she's Executive Director at Stradvest. And she'll be helping us unpack in terms of the different responsibilities that the uh, different spheres in our economy um, can play in ensuring that um, you know young people get access to employment Simi thank you so much for joining us tonight Hi Namsa So South Africa's unemployment is already high but why are young people the worst affected Well I think the CSA rap spoke very well in highlighting that young people in the main mm-hmm. remain the least experienced in the labor force mm-hmm. So if you are hiring as a company, you're looking for somebody who's ready to hit the ground running, to be very productive. So if you recall a few years back, the HSRC had done some studies and they found that just six months working experience was a huge differentiator between an unemployed and an employed young person. So I do think that there are structural issues in our economy, mm-hmm. which is disadvantage younger workers. Okay, so what is the role of government in ensuring that our economy is conducive for job creation? Well, Tulsa just outlined it very well. Government has to create a conducive environment for business to create jobs. Okay. So let's take a simple scenario, right? If you have load shedding and you're hiring 20 people in your restaurant, it means that on that day, you can't really create or pay those 20 people. Yes. Uh, this is just one element. If you look at our tech system, do we incentivize business to hire young people? There is obviously the youth wage subsidy, but it doesn't go far enough. Mm. But also the nature of youth unemployment in South Africa reflects the underlying spatial issues. Yes. I think it was um, Tools who said he's a hustler. Mm-hmm. Uh, for those of us who are older, what he means is he's an insider to the job market. Yes. He's got access to networks. He's got access to contacts who can help him identify opportunities. Now, consider, for example, a young woman from the rural Eastern Cape mm. who has no uncle who's working or auntie. Mm. She can't afford to travel to the nearest city to look for work. So the cost, the transactional cost of finding work is too high. Mm. So even if you provide a tax scenario, meaning a tax benefit to work to um, companies, you would still need to reduce the transaction cost or what one could call the job search cost. Yeah, and and as you say, I mean, there are those barriers of geographical isolation where you find that mostly young people in rural areas don't have access to information and as you say it's more expensive for them to actually go out and look for a job and to also access um you know information as well another thing that i want to ask you is do you think that employers are risk averse when it comes to um hiring young people what is the role of big business in in creating employment in the country 
Look, we've got to take a view that says big business or any business wants to be sustainable in the long run. Yes. So they always find themselves in a contradictory position. On one hand, they want to ensure that you know employment increases so that they have a bigger market. But on the other hand, they can't afford to work with riskier workers. Mm. So if they think norm size is going to be higher, then productivity is going to drop. They would rather hire a 40-year-old person who has done the job, who's proven. So then the challenge becomes, how do you bridge, uh, I suppose, this contradiction? By creating opportunity for young people so that in the future you've got a well-skilled, well-developed workforce, but at the same time um, provide all the necessary support for younger workers. Mm. Some companies do it very well. They have a you know, good internship program uh, and they absorb young workers, they've got mentorship. Unfortunately, others still struggle because mm. they feel that, well, you know, they can't afford to wait six months or 12 months for NOMSA to get up to speed. Yeah. So they'd rather hire a slightly older person. And let's just talk about in terms of skills. Do you think South Africa, the direction that we, we're taking in terms of the skills that learning institutions are, are offering, are, are they going in the direction of economies of, of other countries in the world or are we lacking as far as that is concerned? If we look at the data that was presented, mm. if 31% of our graduates are unemployed, it definitely means we are, we are doing something wrong. If someone who spent three or four years in a post-high school facility and they still can't get a job, their training does not meet the requirements of the economy. And we've got to address that. It's important that we don't politicize this and say, why would it be that graduates are on our streets? You know, sorry to interject. I just want to add on to that. Like, the biggest part also here is that people influence each other what to study at tertiary institutions mm. you get like let's say for instance being a ca is the in thing and you just have the right credits you go out there and you think the workforce is looking for cas you graduate mm. and they're like i we are covered with those numbers we actually need engineers not so many years ago we we're saying we have a big shortage of engineers across the board in south africa what has one education and training done and i'm talking about from technical high schools to high schools to tertiary institutions to speak directly to these people who are looking for these set of skills from these young people what have they done in starting a dialogue between one another and saying these are the skills that we need you've got the candidates who can actually pass these subjects and who want to pursue these things let's exchange is that conversation happening? Because from a South African point of view, and even from a global point of view, it seems like that conversation is not taking place. Why is it that conversation is not taking place? Well, there are many ways to look at this. Um, within the G20 itself, uh, the group of top 20 economies in the world, youth unemployment is one of the most urgent issues that they're trying to address. Mm. Um, it does seem as if society is not adjusting fast enough, not only to innovation and technology, mm-hmm. but to the needs of industry. Yeah. So in our context, we obviously have a historical issue where the relationship between business, in particular big business, mm-hmm. uh, union and government could be improved. Because of the trust deficit, it's very hard for businesses to fully 
believe that if they submit their 20-year plans to government, mm. they will be fully endorsed and supported. If you're talking about a 2030 or 2050 uh, strategy like what China does, you start to say, what will I be good at? You look at where you are. What is your natural endowment? What are your competitive edges, right? What are you good at as mm-hmm. a country? Mm-hmm. What are your young people capable of? And yes. then you try to then develop a work, workplace or rather a labor force of the future. Mm-hmm. And that requires a much more detailed, a much more long-term solution. We have seen with the uh, National Development Plan, there was long-term thinking. Mm-hmm. But still, when it came to implementation, it did not work. We have seen with the CETAs, it was meant to be a bridge between government and industry to train and create workplace-ready young people. And that still has not done as well as one would have hoped. So we still have a long way to go and a lot of work to do, Simi. Thank you so much for joining us and enlightening us on the economic aspect of of, um, youth unemployment and in terms of why we are failing, why our economy is not creating jobs and why big business is not coming to the party and what government also needs to do. Thank you so much for joining us this evening. Thank you, Namsa, and congratulations to you and the team. Uh, This is innovative. This is what we would all like to see, young people leading the conversation absolutely that's simi suisa executive director at stradvest and we